This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Expanding horizons on planes of 96.9. And it's the usual chaos. It is the usual chaos, and even more so. <laughs> You sound good through mine. Oh, yeah, thanks. You've never sounded good through anyone, so don't say that. Well, maybe my broken. <laughs> <laughs> There's no rhyme or reason why you necessarily like a song. It's just, it just is. You just do it. It just talks to you. Yeah. Oh, have you seen Bruce Smith? On the TV. Oh. <laughs> to film you guys and put it on like live on my social media. <laughs> Especially like the in-between moments. Yeah, the in-between moments. That's moment. what we do. Yeah, all we do is bicker. All the in-between moments are the best parts. I'm just trying to get outside. Get up and get for groupies. <laughs> Roadies. I'm not referring to you guys. Just anyone. Yeah. I've gone, I've blushed. I'm all blushed now. <laughs> Expanding Horizons. Good afternoon and welcome to Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. You are here with Stu and Cole. And of course I'm Cole and Stu's over there twiddling all the knobs and pushing all the sliders. Yep, doing the production stuff. Yeah, doing yeah. all the important stuff so yeah. all the sound goes out clearly. Yeah. How's things, Stu? You all right? I'm good, Cole. And you? Right, as it happens, the yeah, sun's come out. Yeah, it's not, not too bad, is it? It was yeah. a, bit, a, bit, a bit drizzly last night. Yeah, mm. that's right. We've had a bit of a mix and match we have. For, the, for the Easter holidays. I think I said last week it's quite autumnal, and it is. Yeah, that's right. Leaves are falling. Uh, You're getting in your gutters. And falls are leaving. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> no yet. Anyway. Not until four o'clock. Yeah. So that was, <laughs> that was Lee, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Lee. Lee yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Um, that was last year, I think, that yeah, Lee was on yeah, our show. Yeah. I think Long she time. liked my voice. I think she did. <laughs> I think she did. Anyway, it was great having Lee on. And mm. so if you're thinking to yourself, oh, I'd like to listen to that show with Lee or any of our other shows, you probably go along to planesfm.org.nz, look up Expanding Horizons, and somewhere in their mix will be all those shows that they've got on there. The other other thing you can do, I was just going to say, Cole, is if you've got on your phone a um, podcast app, like like I've got Player FM, you can look up Expanding Horizons on there and it'll take you straight to a feed and you can can listen to there from there, yeah. People all over the world, Stu, will be doing that, (laughs) won't they? It's probably got about 20 of our shows, so I didn't see all of them on there, but um, yeah, I just did that the other day. Because I wanted to listen to one of our shows. I wanted to hear my, my voice. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> While you were doing something. I listened to last week's show, actually. It was quite good. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and last week's show was... The big show. It was the, the big, big show. Yeah, lots of, lots of massive stuff on. They Might Be Giants were on there. Yep. Death Cab for Cutie. Yep. Remember that? All of that. All of that the, and some more. And the Pixies. And the Pixies, gigantic. Yeah. yeah. So go along and listen to that. Anyway, 
this week mm-hmm. is numbers two, isn't it? Numbers two. Numbers two show. Doing it again. We are. I, was, I was just saying to you, we did a numbers show during over the Christmas break, Christmas New Year's break. Yeah. But I thought we did it about three years ago. Oh, right. <laughs> Oh, I know. Time flies. Time mm. flies. And for those people who a time is flying, we probably looking at the clock, and this is my cue for this first song, just who is the five o'clock hero. Right. Is it me? It is you. <laughs> this is the um this is the jam. This was on the gift, which right. was a great a gift of an album. Anyway, hmm. so you we are doing numbers two. And you are on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. And this is The Jam. Just who is the five o'clock hero?
expanding horizons plants fm 96.9 that's right you are on expanding horizons plants fm 96.9 with Stu and cole and that was the small hours in their track midnight to six and before that the jam with just who is the five o'clock hero mm. of course that was the small hours version off of the wonderful 1979 mods mayday album Nice. Now, Stu, thinking of yep. numbers, mm-hmm. I have been, uh, I don't know if it's, I've, I've been lucky to, or luck, unlucky to, watch uh, quite a few game shows over the last week. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. Right. And yeah. um, I just remember when I was I was younger, game shows were quite the thing, mm. right? Um, I remember watching a lot of blankety blanks when I was younger. Um, so in England, they'd, they love a game show in England, you mm. know, and... Um, I can't remember who used to do it. There was celebrity something. Jimmy right. Seville. Jimmy Seville. Well, he did do it. He did do it. I think he did do one, yeah. Larry Grayson did one as well. And Noel Edmonds. Noel Edmonds, yeah. And then, um, and now, of course, you've got The Chaser and all those. Well, of course, you're talking British game shows, so you can't go past the Generation game, right, with Bruce Forsyth. Yeah, that's right. That, that was really, really popular here. That was, I used to watch. That was good. That was fun. The conveyor belt, right? Yep, that's right. Yeah. A cuddly toy. <laughs> I was going to say, I can't remember anything else <laughs> yeah. but cuddly toy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, they were great. Like, mm. It must have been, the 70s must have been an iconic period for mm. those. I'm not sure because I don't remember many from the 60s, but... Um, yeah. And then, you know, through the 80s, they had Sale of Century, of mm-hmm. course, and um, that was quite Probably popular. Probably Jeopardy. Yeah, the, Jeopardy's quite popular, isn't it? Yeah. You know? and, um, but mm. now, of course, it's The Chaser. I watched some Lingo, right? the show Lingo, and um, Tipping Point. Tipping Point, yeah. That was the other one, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're quite interesting. People yeah. like a bit of general knowledge, don't they? Yeah, they do. Um, and we're having a chat before we went to air, and I, I mean, all those programs, a lot of those programs were on in New Zealand through the 80s and 90s. Um, but the, the secret to them, which I think they've lost a bit now, is they've got to have all these celebrity game shows. Now, yeah. Right? And so I think the key was you'd always have normal people on, on these TV shows. Yeah. Normal people winning. So other normal people were, were inspired to go on the show themselves or get behind that person because um, they just saw them as the person next door. Yeah. You know, and they were able to root for them. But now you have all these celebrities on, on these game shows and it's just kind of meaningless. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And... From what I've seen, and I haven't seen a lot of them, right, mm. current ones, although I've unfortunately seen the advertising for them, and they're always <laughs> making some really lame pun yeah, yeah. and laughing at it themselves. Yep, absolutely. And then I think to myself, oh, isn't this supposed to be the highlight of the show mm. where they're, they're advertising? And it's not, right? No. no and no, it's, um, it's woeful. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, and I was chatting to you before the, sh- the show as well about It's in the Bag, which is an iconic New Zealand TV show that Selwyn Toogood hosted for many years. Is num- he related number- to John Toogood? Mm, I'm not sure. Right, okay. Could be. Um, but the, the secret to that was they went round towns in New Zealand and, and filmed it out of those towns, whether you were in Christchurch, Auckland, or, you know... Um, Fakatani's, or you know, yeah, small, yeah. small small town New Zealand as well as it was, and so the whole community would come into whatever theatre they filmed it in and watch it, watch the live recording, yeah, and then watch it back later. And it was a very simple, simple game, question and answer, and do you want the money or the bag? You know, it was, um, yeah. So, so those sort of shows, those sort of shows were really popular. 
Yeah. Um, but again, it was about normal people on the show winning stuff. That's right. And you know something I notice about the when I see um, the celebrities on these, they're always kind of making puns about how much they don't know, mm. how stupid oh, they yeah, are. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I'm like, you know, when you see, when people go on, their, the ordinary people go on these shows, they're not going on there going, I don't know anything. No. They wouldn't be on the show. No, that's right. Have one of these other ones, yeah. the celebrities are on there <clears throat> giving it large about what they don't know. No, that's right. I think the um, I think the chase does it well because they've had normal people and, a, you know, a cross-section of people. Yep. And they've got a charismatic host as well who's able to make yeah. fun of himself and other people. Yeah, that's right. And, and the chasers. So that all works as a combination. I don't know how that show would go if Bradley Walsh wasn't hosting it. Yeah, right. You know. Um, so, so that, but again, it's normal people. I don't watch the the celebrity chase though. I find that tiresome. Oh yeah, because that's so contrived, right? They always win. Like the celebrities seem to win. Yeah, for their um, <laughs> yeah, for the charity for their charity, which is great. And I guess yeah, that's yeah. the purpose of it. But there's no edge to it. Yeah, that's right. Um, at all. Um, so yeah, game shows, eh? Yeah, Mastermind was the other one. Mastermind. We didn't mention one. that. Mastermind was great. Like great it all go dark. Yep. And have that music. Yep. You know, and your um, your topic or your subject. Your specialist topic, yeah. That's right. And then yeah. you have your general knowledge round. Yeah. yeah. It was quite tense. University Challenge was all right. University <laughs> Challenge is great. <laughs> Here's your starter for 10. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, Right, that leads me into another thing about University <laughs> Challenge, but before we do that, we're just going to play a couple of tracks. Colin Hill, Harvard. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Unlikely, <laughs> unlikely. All right. I'm just going to play another track off of that um, Mods May Day 79 album, right? Yep. And this is um, Let Me Be The One by The Mods. And remember that we are doing number two numbers. <laughs> I'm not two. doing any number twos. <laughs> we speak for yourself. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I laughed too loud into the microphone there. <laughs> let, me the, let Me Be The One by The Mods. And you are on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM.
live music, interviews, and banter on expanding horizons. Offering an eclectic mix for the discerning listener. That's right, all you discerning listeners. You're listening to Stu and Cole on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9, and that was Marvin Gaye and King Weston with their track It Takes Two, and before that, we had the mods with mm. their track Let Me Be the One. It's about that It Takes Two has been covered a lot over the years, isn't it? Yeah. It's a good duet. It is, it is a good and TV stations have used it as well. TV2 here in New Zealand used that as their theme right. for their own station promos played on their own channel. What's the story of that, Stu? Oh, I don't know. I've probably spoken about it before on here. It just really annoys me. I just don't understand why you need a promo for your own channel that's played on your own channel and people are already watching that channel. Yep. Makes no sense, does it? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, they all do it, though, and they do it for their news programs as well. Are they are they thinking if someone's watching TVNZ 
oh, News Hub has some news. Look at that. I've never yeah. seen that before. before. I was never aware of that. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to switch over to watch News Hub. Especially in New Zealand, the viewers are so loyal to their TV news, the ones that still watch it. Mm. So that's why One News or whatever it's called now is, is still way ahead of any other news. Because yeah. people are just, when we only had two channels, they used to watch One News. And that was it. That was it. And it's yeah. always there. So I don't get it. These big, these big promos, you know, where Qantas Award winning best news. Well, Compared to who? Well, that's right. You've got TV One news or you've got TV3 news and maybe prime news but that's never going to win anything yeah and so yeah it's going to be 50 50 yeah that's right <laughs> that's right uh, if you're a journalist working in TV land it's fine you're doing yeah. a good job doing a great job letting everyone know and I was just going to say while you're still while you're on TV1 that I am um, during the week I had the unfortunate opportunity to see the breakfast show oh. Again, that, that again, is dire, yeah. isn't it? Again, you know, behind the scenes, people work hard on that. You know, there are oh, yeah, I know. There, there are people doing research. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sure there are. In air commas. <laughs> there's the crew. You know, they, these shows are planned and produced. Yeah. And so there's people working hard, but they're, they're terrible. It's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. It's woeful. I don't know what you get out of it as a, as a viewer. Turn, really turns your brain into pudding, isn't mm. it? You know? Yeah. But don't uh, watch. I haven't watched for years. Yeah, well, I don't. Years. Yeah. And if I ever catch it, I'm sort of, what am I doing? I just had visitors and they were loving it, right? Right. I mean, I haven't watched free-to-air TV since lockdown (laughs) and never missed it because it's terrible. Yeah, um, Yeah, it is dire. They're Mm. of a certain age and they love it. Mm. Now, Mm. beforehand, before we played those songs, Stu, you were talking about... um, the great university challenge, oh, yeah. right? Which made me think of the absolutely great young ones mm. using the number one there. Yeah, yeah, nice. And um, and the classic episode where they go on university mm, challenge. That is a classic episode. On the train, Vivian gets his head knocked off looking out the window. <laughs> yeah, and then they're on the show and they're just mad. Scumbag yeah. college or that's, yeah, that's scumbag right. university. And, and who was the other? Who was well, it? I can't remember the name of the school, but it was a posh university. Oh yeah, yeah. So, and they were all all very posh. Yeah, and yeah, just ridiculousness. Yeah, but quite funny the way they danced along to the theme song for University Challenge. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was a great show, right? That was a great show. And the young ones was a great. I loved show. how in University Challenge, you know, the, they'd push the buzzer. And then, as I did for you before, and they'd say the name of the person in the university, and then that would just be this kind of crash zoom into them. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> they all had their scarves on. They did. Did they used to have like a little mascot? Yeah, they Like had a little bear right. or something. Cuddly toy. Cuddly toy. That's, that's right. the second reference to a cuddly toy on the show. Yeah, everyone likes a cuddly yeah, they'd toy. Have, they'd have that. Yeah. yeah. Good show. Good well, show. It was a good show. Yeah. And are they still going? Still going, yeah. Not in New Zealand, No, no, in, Eng- in England yeah. it will be. And when I was in England last in 2019, there were some really good, like, game shows that had never I've never seen outside of right. England. Right, Very, like, they had the celebrities on, but mm. the celebrities, oh, I didn't know them mm. because they weren't gormless. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. actually had something to say and they knew what... It's a bit like, um, you know, whatever Cats Do Countdown. I mean... Nine out of ten cats to count. Yeah, you know yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it used to just be called Countdown. Right. I mean, the people on there they actually have to know a little bit, mm. and then and they're not making out like they're dumb. No. Right. And then this other show that I watched, which the name escapes me, and they had two or three, you know, probably B grade celebrities. I don't know who they were, 
but they really switched on with what they knew. Mm. You know, they're obviously well read and, and they weren't the, um, and I'm going to use the word comedian loosely here, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, yeah, yep. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, another another game show we used to have here through the late 70s and 80s was called Top Town. Right. And it was kind of a game show, I guess, but but in grander scale. So um, towns would compete each, against each other in sporting events and things like that. So I right. guess it was, you could say it was early reality TV in a way, but it's taken very seriously and it used to draw massive crowds watching these towns compete against each other. Yeah, right. That, so that was a popular one. That's a good one. Mm. Yeah. But I guess... Um, they couldn't do that these days. It'd be too expensive. Massive, yeah. I think maybe they did try and resurrect that at some stage, but it just wasn't wasn't popular yeah. anymore. Mm. I was going to say you, you're talking about towns competing. And when I was a kid in England, they used to we used to have um, it's a knockout, oh, which okay. was great. And like sometimes it was teams from I guess towns or families, and they used to have the European it's a knockout <laughs> as well, which was great, right? It, it was really yeah, good. There yeah. was lots of slippery slides and running through water and. Mm. big inflatable things people falling off into and nice down yeah it was yeah, great it's cool it's a knockout it's, it's cool. a knockout right anyway we're knocking it out midnight to six man which is a song <laughs> by the pretty things we're not on for that long we're not on for that long <laughs> and even if you're listening to us on thursday night's repeat you won't be listening to us till midnight but yeah. anyway we're doing the numbers show number two and this is The Pretty Things with their track Midnight to Six Man. And you are on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM. Six. 
Expanding Horizons Plants FM 96.9 
Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. That's right. You are on Expanding Horizons with Stu and Cole, and we are doing Numbers 2. And that was Seven Days Too Long by Chuck Wood. And before that was Seven Day Lover by James Fountain, which is our hats off to the Northern Soul mm. pair. And before that had Midnight the Six Man by The Pretty Things. And I was just going to say, Stu, here's a couple of numbers for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a knockout. Yep. Ran from 1966 to 1988. Wow. In England. That's a good And it run. was like, it was on BBC, it was on mm. ITV, it was on Channel 4. It was taken from a French show. Right. And it was cities or towns competing against each other. Right. Taking oh, off of your top of the town talk. <laughs> right. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. The other thing we were talking about was that Young Ones episode where they're on University Challenge, and that episode's called Bambi. Right. And I, we were just looking at at the crazy cast that were that were on that show. So Motorhead did Ace of Spades. Right. They performed that probably at the, oh, I don't know. I don't know. But Robbie Coltrane was on it, that episode. Hugh Laurie, Stephen Fry, Ben Elton, Emma Thompson, Tony Robinson, who's Baldrick. Yep. Um, Griff Rhys-Jones, Mel Smith, and Tamsin Heatley, who I don't know that well, but all those other ones. Iconic British uh, actors and comedians of that time, of right? that time, having their own show, all in one episode, all in one episode, yeah, <laughs> crazy stuff. And you're right, you know, they're travelling on the train. Vivian, Vivian sticks his head out as they're going through a tunnel, loses his head. Then they have to get off the it, train. Remember the the head shouting at him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have to run after his head to try and get it stuck back on. But in Footlights College, what's the name of the opposing team? Right, and that was a play on an actors group. Uh, which is why some of those actors were on there. And um, the end of it is very, very bizarre, even for a Young Ones episode. Where basically, it, there was a doctor, played by Robbie Coltrane, who was studying the events of the episode on a Petri dish. Right. And that's something you would see um, on a Rick and Morty-type episode. Oh, okay. Um, you know, many, many, many years later. Yeah, that, right. that sort of thing. Or, or, quite a, or a, it's Monty Python-esque as well. Really, it is, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. Probably more to the point. But they could not get that made nowadays, that show. No. There the is young no, ones. Yeah. I no. mean, there's no TV channel brave enough to touch it, right? No. And what bands would you have on? Could you imagine the direness mm. of the music That's that they'd right. have on? And you couldn't replicate the cast. No way. You know. No. They were, you know. Rick. <laughs> he was just hilarious, right? And Vivian. And Vivian, yeah. yeah they, they're all so... I remember a, I remember a scene in it where um, they're kind of like, I'm getting up now. I'm getting up and going to the toilet and Vivian says something about, I went to the toilet before I got up. <laughs> and yeah. Well, there's the episode I remember when he's like, it must be some holidays, and he's like, bored, bored, and he's hitting everyone with a cricket bat, mm. hitting Rick around the head with a cricket bat. Oh, crazy. Crazy. But, um, crazy. but yeah, they wouldn't be making that now. No. There is no way. No. Anyway. No. But I was going to say, I don't know, but when I when I see TV series now, none of them are as... Wacky or as imagined, it's like um, Monty Python, right? Mm. There's no way they'd be, anyone would be touching that either. No, nah. no, you know. No. And and talking to Monty Python, I, I see that John Cleese and his daughter um, are going to um, make another series of Forty Towers really? with him in it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, right. And um, it got it got some um, you know negative feedback, and he was like, you know, sarcastically saying, you know. How dare I think that I mm. should make a show, make another series about something that I wrote? <laughs> you it's, know? it's quite amazing that he's doing it, though, because he's a very much two-series-and-done guy. 
yeah. and, and as the mo- as the model for that, yeah, for a, a number of artists, um, comedians, yeah, know, two and done, two and mm. done. But yeah, so I don't know. Is Connie it, Booth still alive? I don't know. Don't know. Hmm. I don't know if any of them are. What about Manuel? Manuel. <laughs> yeah, it was Manuel. He was a rat. It's hamster. And there was another guy on there who who was um, Colonel. The Colonel, yeah, and also I think it was Major. Major, Major, yep. And there was um, a recurring character who used to come and do repairs. Right. Used to call them cow. They were were cowboys. There was one where they they didn't do a wall properly, but he never seemed to age. This guy, he just always looked old. I can't remember the name of the actor. I um, there's one with a cake that stands out in my mind, and he's driving his mini. Yeah, I mean John Cleese in a mini in itself is is, is visual, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the mini, you know, stops, doesn't work. So he gets off screen and brings a bush, and starts like, you know, mm. attacking it. It's classic, right? Yeah, and yeah. he's shouting at the mini. And the other one, of course, is when he gets a concussion. That's the other famous episode. Oh, Don't yeah. talk about the war, which is often parodied. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. The the king of awkward comedy, right? John Cleese. And, yeah, and just. Getting into I mean, that character, Basil Fawlty, just did everything the hard way. Yeah, that's right. Which made it funny, right? Yep. Yeah. And he was always um, trying to. What was the name of his wife? Um, so the the, it, the character. Oh. Pris, it wasn't Priscilla. Oh, I can't believe I can't remember it. Yeah, and he was always. I want to say Sybil, but that's not right. That's exactly it. Is Sybil. It Sybil? Sybil, yeah. And he was always um, trying to have a little bet on. Or something without Sybil finding out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and um, yes, yes, dear, yes, dear. <laughs> All yeah. that kind of thing, right? And um, Absolutely. Talking to the major, I think it was the major, about all those kinds of things. It was a, it was a wonderful show, and mm. there'd be a whole load of people who've never seen it who've missed out, I think, on... I don't know if they'd get it now. Yeah, that's and, the thing, right? And I don't think it'd be played because people would be concerned it would offend someone. Mm. Which was, I think, the point of it all, right? Oh, it was. To, yeah. to poke fun at... All sorts of people. The offensive people. Yeah, and, you know, upper-class British twits as well. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which is what he aspired to be, right? That's it, that's it, yeah. You know, he thought he was way better than he was. That's um, right. Deeply flawed. It's a bit Deep. like, um, oh, what's the other show that I was thinking of? Well, to a degree, Blackadder, right? Yeah. Some of the seasons of Blackadder. I, I wonder if people still get that. yeah. I don't know if it's kind of, as much as it's wonderful, I don't know mm. if people now would no. kind of get into it. I didn't. Mu- I mean, I didn't much like the first season of Blackadder. I really loved the second one with Queen, you know, Elizabethan times. Yeah. Third one, nah. And the fourth one wasn't too bad. Blackadder goes fourth. Yeah. yeah. That sort of had a lot of, what he did do, he's kind of had a lot of the same notes, I think, in the second and fourth season right. and repeated some of the comedy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, classic character. Right. Classic, I'm going to play a couple of tracks while you're just kind of finding out about the finding out about Forty Towers. All <laughs> right, well, and um, it was de- it was definitely Sybil, wasn't it? It was Sybil. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to yeah. go. I'm going to go with Spaceman oh. Three. So all, all right. the other songs of all the other tracks have had numbers in the title. Now we're just going to the great Spaceman Three, Sonic Boom, Sounds When good. Tomorrow Hits, and you are on Expanding Horizons on Planes FM. we 
Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. on Plains FM 96.9. That's right, you are with Stu and Cole and we're playing an eclectic mix of music today. I mean, nowhere else, I'm sure, in one show will you hear two classic Northern Soul tracks, an old soul song, a couple of mod revival songs. (laughs) Then we've just had Spaceman 3 doing a cover version of Mudhoney's track, When Tomorrow Hits. And then we finished off with the wonderful Marmalade, who, a New Zealand band, playing their track Bright. That was cool. So there you go. Hmm. So We've done it all. Hey, um, Forty Towers, we were still on that, right? Yeah. So the thing I remember most about Forty Towers was the sign at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kept changing, right? Forty Towers. I yep. remember it was a good one. Apart from the um, German episode. Apparently. Is that right? Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was one of the the running jokes. So a little interesting tidbit. You were saying you were looking up the ages. Of, so yeah, Sybil so he was, was alive. So, so it was Sybil. It was Sybil Faulty, yep. Yep. Played by Prunella Scales. Right. So she's 
in her eight, what did I say she was? No, she's ninety. She's ninety. Yeah. Yeah. She still did a little, a little bit of acting from time to time. Right. Um, Connie Booth. Connie Booth, who, who was married. Yeah, to John Cleese for ten years. She's in her eighties, so she's still around. In her eighties, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can just see that blonde with a yeah, yeah. with a um, apron on. Mm-hmm. Now in her eighties. Manuel, played by Andrew Sachs. So yeah. he he passed away in twenty sixteen. Um, and yeah, I guess the major's long gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he was long gone when he was in the show. Um, so uh, they're the they're the main characters, right? So it's one to look out for, though, isn't it? The new one. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Cleese is in it with his daughter, with his right? daughter and Priscilla. So the the pitch is, or the premise is, and I was looking at it before, and now I can't find it. It's way, 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 way down. So. Um, it's basically he's trying to run, trying to operate Foldy Towers with help from his long lost daughter, yep. and his real daughter, um, and adjusting to the modern world. Well, so has potential. Could be fun. Could be yeah. awkward. Could or be awkward. It He'd, could just be very tired, cliche comedy yeah, as well. He does awkward well. Mm. Puts mm. makes you uncomfortable. And I was just, we were talking about this that, um, you know, like I don't think that that would be made again. Mm. And he he the, his character so was so obviously hammed up to be yeah. all the um, pressure points of society at the time. That's right. Much like um, Till Death Do Us Part mm. with Alf Garnett. Yeah, right? and we were talking about that and the American version all in the family. Yeah. Um, with Archie Bunker. That's right, yeah. Yeah. It, did, it was the same thing, right? So yeah. there's a few of those UK comedies, though, wasn't there, that went across mm. across right. the, um, the channel. And people look at those series now and they're like, oh, that... That's just unacceptable. But it actually broke ground on a whole lot of social issues. Yeah, that's right. And that's what people don't get, you know, with it. Yeah, that's right. It wasn't supporting anything necessarily. It was getting it on TV and getting people talking, talking about it. Talking about it. Yeah. That's right. Well, Alf Garner, he's mm. in real life. I can't remember his name in real life, right? But, I mean, he's no bigger. Yeah. But he was, he was a mirror to a lot of people mm. and their opinions. And that was what it was so clever because you could do it through that character, right? Yeah, that's right. People mm. weren't, like, cheering him on. People no. were like, you know, mm. there's a nod to it, you know. Can't do that these days. you got people on TikTok just talking about issues. Talking yeah, about it all the time. all their own views on it. Yeah, that's right. And you're a bad person. Yeah. Anyway. Pointing the finger, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. That's all my, the social that's, media. That's my TikTok rant for, yeah, for today. Yeah. That's all right, Stu. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, we're not on TikTok. No, that's right. Don't <laughs> waste me time with, with doing enough, that. I have time for that. Right. And talking of time. Yeah, so we're out of it. Yeah, we are out yeah. of it. No, we haven't I haven't seen anything from Sign of the Firebird for a while. No, they'll be playing around. They'll be they'll be around here. Yeah. You can just look them up on their Facebook. Yeah, that's probably the easiest way. Look them up on their Facebook. Yeah, they'll be they'll be out and about. Right. Out. Anyway, talking out and about, it's probably time that that's, we got up. And got down. And got outside. And we'll see you next week. All right, bye. Bye. bye.